yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, you got your man Sonny Ill up in here, aka the Italian Stallion, and always with me is my man Shooter, can't call him Black Dynamite, you might think he's a terrorist. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do it every day on another beautiful day out here in Washington. How you doing today, my man? Man, I'm doing lovely as yeah, always. Yeah, I'm talking Spending about my day good. above ground, man. Right. So, we are now entering into the squared circle. Talking Smack 101. You can hit us up on Talking Smack 101 at Twitter. Talking Squared Circle at Gmail. The champ is here. Let's go. Uh, I always love that, man. I love that it intro. It never gets old. It never gets old. I can hear that it all never gets old. day long. When I hear it, oh, man, it's so hard not to just start spitting when I hear that. <laughs> man, just another beautiful day above ground, man. Um, I'm asking you to take a walk with me, man. Just give me, can I can I get your ear for a few for a few minutes, man, without any interruptions, man? Okay. I just need you. I just wait, need your wait. ear for a quick second, man. No interruptions. No interruptions, man. I know that's gonna be hard for you, man, okay. but I need. I just need you to take a walk with me, real quick. Walk with me, real quick, man. Okay. And uh, I'm gonna start off with something a little bit different this time, man. It's uh, I'm going a little bit out of my element, but it was uh, based on something I seen this weekend. That I honestly like, I've been pacing back and forth, waiting to get to talk to it, talk to it about today. And to be honest with you, I hope I offend a couple people, or more than a few people. I hope everybody gets offended. Yep. I, just cut so, you off real quick. Yeah. Get my way out the way right now because I mean, I, I love. I look forward to these days every day. I look forward to this so much, and it's hard when you I interrupted me already. When Go I get ahead. to see you outside of this place and. I got, I got to avoid my man because it's like, okay, we're going to wait, we're going to wait. So now that the wait's here, I'm a little eager and I'm interrupting you, so go ahead. Go it's ahead. all right, man. So I have tried really hard to respect others in sports, and I try to see the good in every situation. The trash I've seen this past weekend made me feel for anyone who spent a dime on that weak championship bout. UFC is one of the worst things to ever happen to combat sports. The first thing I thought of after watching that terrible fight was this fight was worse than the Titanic. Just dry, just dragged and dry. It was terrible. And then the as a sports reporter, I actually, you know, there's a Colin Coward, he's one of my favorite people that I actually listen to. He he, yeah, he, he's great. He's really smart. He's articulate. I like the way he places words. You know what this bum had the nerve to say? Huh. L- listen to this. Listen to this. Diaz McGregor is our Ali Frazier. Best fight I've seen maybe in 20 years. There were a lot of life lessons in that fight. Courage, gut, toughness, passion. The first two rounds, Conor McGregor destroyed Nate Diaz. In the third round, Nate Diaz summoned something that Joe Frazier and Ali summoned. And Nate Diaz took the fight over in the third. And Conor McGregor suddenly was against the cage and down to his last couple of punches. He grabbed on, held on to the fourth round. From that point on, McGregor had nothing left, was repeatedly staring at the clock. Diaz was drenched in blood. McGregor was the Ali, the showman. Diaz was Joe Frazier, the toughest guy in the neighborhood. Saturday night by 9.30 Pacific, boxing died. That okay. was the final nail in the boxing died. <laughs> Bo- boxing died. Are, are you serious? Look, 
Boxing is the only reason why McGregor won that. Won that fight on Diaz. Just just for the simple... And on Diaz's part, how dumb are you? The only thing Conor McGregor did was counterpunch. And you keep getting dropped by the same single counterpunches? That just lets me know that UFC fighters have no brains and cannot think through. They have a couple of tactics where they can choke somebody out. Which, honestly, anybody who's watched WWF has learned how to choke somebody out and with head with with headlocks and all this kind of stuff like that. Like uh, boxing it, it's UFC is just like a bunch of bulls in the china shop. And then how dare you compare Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz to Ali and Frazier? Yeah, Are you whoa whoa. No, not You're stone. You're stone. First of all, not even close. First of all, Nate Diaz is 19 and 11. He's a former champion. Did, uh, Everybody's a look, former champion look, in UFC, look, 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 Everybody's a former champion. I'm going to play a little devil's advocate here just no. because. Go ahead. Well, like Conor McGregor, boxing might have been the majority of it, but a lot of it was some Muay Thai in there because the, his leg shots is what really took him out. The, th- the problem with UFC besides, like, it, it, nobody wants to watch dudes wrestle, right? That's why even gay dudes stay in the closet because nobody wanted to watch them in wrestle. Look, look, look. And their even- fight, the rounds drag on a little bit too much. They either need to shorten the rounds or shorten the fights. Three, all the other three-round fights, even championship ones, or maybe go shorter rounds if you go five rounds. That's the only thing I can suggest to the UFC. And I, I apologize for whatever network calling cowards on. We do not have the right to that. Yeah, you're, you're right. We don't you have the right us, to it. But, but I, I mean, you're going really to waste, you're gonna, you're gonna waste <laughs> your time. But How, uh, to say boxing is dead, that's a, little, that's a bunch of BS. Just because right now, a lot of people... Or if you're not aware of that, you can't fight MMA in the state of New York. What's up, what's, what's up with your man Conor McGregor, though, running around and looking at the clock? You saw the fight, right? Oh, bro. You nah, said, like, this are, is, this are, is why like, I was so disappointed when I saw Nas in Las Vegas. Because I felt like the brother was watching his his watch more than worried about the show. And yeah. just wanted to go play and go gamble. Yeah. You know what I'm no, saying? No, I just sat there and I was sitting there looking at it. And then so I'm watching the fight. And of course, you know, when it finally gets a little bit interesting, I think people are more infatuated with the blood of USC. Because the gloves it, are... because it, It's, 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 it's it, a gladiator fetish is what it, it is. It, it, that's it's exactly what it is. Fetish, but These was, are... Anybody in combat sports is a modern day gladiator no matter what but, it is. Now, boxing is not perfect. No. I, and, I will t- and I will take anything up from him for you. Know, people say, you know, yeah, he ran or whatever. No, but this man literally ran. But... What another thing that really killed me is I sat there and I, you know, we always talk about the politics and boxing is one of those horrible things. Is I wrote it, I wrote it in my notes because I was writing in my notes just because I was just, I was just disappointed in the fight. I thought the fight was so trash. Uh, like about halfway through the, what they, they do five, five minute rounds, right? Mm-hmm. So halfway through the fourth rounds, I didn't even need to see the fifth round. I knew it was going to end in a decision. And I said, McGregor's going to win this one just for the simple fact they want this trilogy to happen. It's like, it no, no matter what had happened, I don't care what you say, no matter what had, would happen, Nate Diaz was, go, was supposed to lose that fight, and he had to lose that fight. It's, it's, like, it, all, it's always going to be a business first. Uh, we've seen that in many sports, not just any combat sports, with UFC and boxing. One thing I... I'm not the biggest UFC, UFC fan, but someone with a martial arts background, I can understand the aspect and, and the reasoning behind it. I mean, the only reason why UFC was made was... By uh, the Gracies to prove that jujitsu is the number one martial arts out there, and and from their point in a one on one street fight, if you go to the ground against a jujitsu black belt, you're done. It's you're you're just you're done. That's just how it ends. 
Now, those odds of, of encountering that specific fight on the street is probably, you got a better chance of a lot. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's why the UFC sucked for so many years till it got to where it was at because they added UFC, more combat. UFC, UFC let still wrestle. trash. UFC still sucks. Hey, hey. Uh, look, look. The only, it, reason, the only reason why it's popular, well, I'm not even going to say the only reason why it's popular. I understand. Just like we said, it's the blood fetish thing. But I'm not taking popularity over a whole bunch of people who like UFC and you. don't like boxing yep. over a country that has three shows of the Kardashians. How do you have three different shows? Like, this is what people are watching. So hey, I, hey. I blame, look, so everybody's hey, hey. entitled to your own opinion. I'm still going to tell you. People I'm, in show business. You shut your mouth. You <laughs> shut your mouth, Ron Burgundy. Look, look, there, look, with people, people have bad taste. Like, I saw that. Now, granted, boxing has a lot of matches. It's because there's just the more matches. Like, you see more boxing matches weekly. Well, you can't see more boxing matches weekly than you do UFC matches. But boxing has a lot of those, and that's just the, the numbers game. They just show more boxing. But that was pathetic and terrible excuse for a championship bout. Boxing will always be better than I UFC. Kind of it was always terrible. I've seen better championship bouts out there. Um, the aftermath of the fight, I think, is getting more hype than the fight actually was for sure. It was a close fight, but there was too many stalemate parts of it where you just it like was, somebody do something when both fighters kind of just put their hands down, looked at each other, and even in the last round, you see Nate Diaz flip him off because he's tired of him running. He wants him to stand and fight. Everything before that fight, all the hype about it, and everything after that fight was better than that fight. Hey, oh God, well, what about Manny Pacquiao? What about Floyd Mayweather? Any idiot who's seen any Floyd Mayweather knew fight, fight knows knows how, knows how that's going to end. So that's the difference. Yeah. Nobody knew how this was going to end, and it still sucked. So I just I've been I've been literally waiting for since Saturday to say that yeah. it hurt so much, and I wanted I just wanted to get it out, and I yeah. no, and no. just like I, and just like I said, I tried to be respectful. No, UFC's trash, and anybody who disagrees, you can kiss my ass, and that's just going to be that's just going to be how I now, feel gonna, about it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow your mind with this one here because because I'm about to I'm about to change the perspective on this one. Now I'm not a fan. I'm a, I like to use I can appreciate what the UFC is about, and I can't say necessarily I'm a big fan of it, but I understand, and I'll watch any good fight no matter what. I've told you why boxing is the greatest sport, but and this is going to be one of the reasons why it's a sweet science because any brawler could win the UFC. Kimball Sykes proved hey, that. Hey, real talk. Kimball Kimbo hey, Sykes has proved that. Hey, he's, now, he's proved that. Now, we talked about that, too. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I really want to get off of this subject, but at the same time, is look, now, how, did, how did Conor McGregor lose his first fight? Hey, I let you he got choked out. Yeah. He got choked out. Yes. What did he do to win this fight? He, he went to He went to boxing. He, he went to went boxing, boxing, and then he caught him with counter punches. You could even oh, say a little oh, Floyd you got, Yeah, a little Floyd. Oh, you got a little smart. You got a little brain up there, and you figured out how to win a fight. Yeah, okay. That's what boxing does. It makes you actually think. Now, what I do appreciate... The UFC for is that it gave a place, it gave a place of home for all our high school wrestlers, co collegiate wrestlers. Some of them they got to go participate in the Olympics, and mm. some that didn't. Because when your when your college wrestling career is done, if that's all you did, no home. What are you talking about? As long as Vince McMahon is alive, you will always have a home. Some, some that's a small <laughs> category. This thing alone is a bunch of wrestlers, and you don't want to go to you don't want to go to Vince because that's the, the, you know, did I tell you, you know, Sean, uh, Sean Michaels still gets a check from the UFC? He ain't wrestled in 10 years. Oh, man. That's rumor is that he's uh, Vince's little dude. You know what I mean? I don't know. Uh, that's, that's, that's a rumor. That's, that's a rumor. conspiracy theory. <laughs> that's what they say. Yeah. But, but, but yeah, my man Randy Macho Man Savage is nowhere in the WWE history books. All right, man. I, I got that off my chest, man. Can we talk about a real sport now? Oh, man. But, but talk, what we, we talk, you know, we what you said, though, real? that just further proves why this is the sweet science. And that's what we're here to discuss 
That's talking smack 101 at twitter.com or talking squared circle at gmail. Always give us your feedback. Let us know anything at all, whether it's you think we should say a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I need you to tell your friends for me. And that's what we're here to discuss the sweet science. Now let's go over what we got here. We got my man Shakur. Stevenson. Uh, we're going to fix a couple of mistakes that we actually made last week, man. You know, just that shows you let you know you're a man when you're really when you're willing to admit those. We got it. Uh, we got it right with the Gary Russell, right? He got he got put out early and he didn't medal. But Shakur, Ste- Shakur Stevenson, he didn't get put out. He actually fought in the championship bout he and uh, took the, the went all the way to there and then um, lost to a um, uh, lost to a majority decision. Uh, two out of the three rounds went to uh, Rubisi Ramirez. You know what's great about that? What's That's that? why this is talking smack one one. Because we can tell you, you say what we want. Accepted, right? Yeah. This is where sometimes the student becomes a teacher, mm-hmm. and we're willing to learn, and yeah, that's what right. we're here to talk about today. Shakur Stevenson, man, I like what he got. I was impressed with the hand speed. Yeah, he's really fast. Gloves, great, good hand smart, speed. smart, great counter puncher, man. Uh, in the bound with vision, nineteen years old, still young. I think he's gonna go. I think he's man. gonna go pro. When they interviewed him at the end of the fight, that's the last moment in time we'll ever see that. See him as a kid again. Oh yeah, you know that because now he's in, he wants he's a man now for yeah. one. But that was his last moment. Yeah. Of, of purity and just being a kid, you know, yeah. because now now everything else is gone. Everything yeah. else is done. Now the Cuban fighter he lost to the uh, who actually won the gold. Was it, uh, was it Weezy? Re, no, Rabisi, ah. man. And usually I only I only respect the only Rabisi I respect is uh, Giovanna Rabisi. And then uh, uh, you went yeah, there, yeah, yeah I, went, I went there. That's, uh, that's the only other guy I really respect. But you know what though? This uh, this Cuban guy, uh, Rabisi Ramirez, man, he actually uh, fought in the flyweight division last year. And, uh, I mean, not last year, but 2012. So he was so the guy who Shakur Stevenson lost to. He was Already actually uh, he medalist. was a former gold medalist. So you cannot get mad and take it and making it. Uh, that Cuban a, boxing man, they 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 know what they're doing. You know, the, I can't think of his name, but they they we uh, the American Olympic team uh, hired in a former Cuban. Nationalists who had uh, to come rebuild American Olympic boxing, U.S. boxing, and that's I can see that happening. And that's basically who trained Shakur Stevenson for this fight. Mm-hmm. And he told Shakur, Lena, before right when he started training him, mm-hmm. who he should be like, and it was Wheezy. Uh, you know, and it's and it's hard to tell somebody, especially from their uh, the Olympics and their amateur status, and how that's going to trans- transition. You only get three rounds. Like I think the way I was watching right it, there, if that would have hey, went on, things it, it, it could have changed, man. I had that written down. You're right here. You're right here. With, you're like you're telekinesic. You're, you're telekinesic. No, but that's exactly what I was thinking. It's just like you when you're a smart fighter and you sit there and you have a plan of attack. Three rounds is not going to be enough time, man. You got to fill out your partner, and you they're just thrown in there if you only got three rounds because you got to make an impression right away. And the thing, body language lost him that fight in that last yeah. round because it was split down the middle. The body language, and that could just be from being a previous gold medalist with with what was it? Ramizi, Ramizi, Ramirez. The body language he had that that. The nonchalantness of I got this mm-hmm. that he they just carried with him even after getting popped. That's I think that was the only thing that the judges leaned to because it was such a close tight round. Yeah, it was kind of hard. Now also, um, one uh, like I look at like you you love music. I love music. Everybody loves music. One time, one thing I always tell ask people like I ask people who their favorite artist is or what kind of music they listen to. So you and I it, you, no you're oh, not look, and I will judge you off of your I, I will straight judge you off of your. Um, your decisions and who you pick, yeah. you know, with all that, right? So right th- no, I'm not calling okay. you about that right now, but but Shakur Stevenson's favorite boxer is Andre Ward. Ah. So then I kind of I kind of look at who he looks last up American to, who he, yeah, last American gold medalist, and 
and I, I look at who he's he's picking to basically mimic his game after or who he basically watches to try to pick up tidbits. And Andre Ward is one of the best fighters in in boxing right now, too. So I think this kid's going to have a really bright future ahead of him. And I think that uh, if he falls in the right footsteps, as long as he doesn't get into get into his own press clippings, man, he could be, this kid's going to be special. Don't, don't believe your own hype. You know, time Never. is. Don't watch your work. Time is always there, but it could be your best friend or your enemy. You know, you can't live without it, but then there's times you try to kill it. Yeah. See, that's what happens. I keep some nods sometimes, my brother. And then we got Clarissa Shields. I got to give props hey, to. Hey, man, it's a lot of... Um... One thing I love about the women's sports, you know, is that when we hear about any American women, it's always at the top. Yeah. And when it comes to worldwide sports. Yeah. World Cup, soccer, boxing even. And that's one thing I give them credit for. They may be underappreciated because of... Uh, there's a little bit more excitement it's, just around it's with a, men. It's a male dominated. Like most it's, it's people, just most how people it, don't. Most people don't like women's sports if they don't. But I think a lot of it is like for me. If I see a pretty one, I'll be scared to fight them, and that, <laughs> that can be a little intimidating, hard for a man to admit. But no, you, but you never know. I might be into it. Congratulations, Clarissa Shields, on winning your second gold medal, man. You're the only, the only person boxer period to actually win uh, two gold medals uh, from, that, from the US of A. So congratulations, girl. <laughs> So in um, and also we got a there was a there was a couple of things just to just to slide into that so you had the you had the Olympic you got the Clarissa Shields but then there was also a, a female featherweight championship back between Heather Hardy and Shelly Vincent now do you remember the coal miner's daughter the the female boxer back then look oh, yeah. you know what look, there's one thing I love about female fighters and female boxers period well, well female sports period. They go harder than men, no matter oh, yeah. what. Oh, you, yeah. you can any female who is one hundred percent about her sport wants to win, and I've seen it to where men don't want to lose more than they want to win. You know, you know, say, you know say, what I'm talking say that about. Again. Say that again. They don't want to lose as much as they want to win. So it, it's well, women, the losing part, they don't want to lose, but their winning drive is so much higher than men. So like, even watching these two ladies, one was saying. <laughs> Another reason why boxing is better than UFC. You got Heather Hardy was seventeen and zero with four knockouts. You know they don't have well women. They never have punch. They never have punching power, so they're not going to have a high knockout percentage. But the best thing about them not having knockout power is that you're going to get 10, 12 rounds of straight brawling. These women are going to go at it. You're going to see probably more blood. And you're going to see a lot of hair flying. The fight she and had with uh, Shalito's way there. Uh, <laughs> Shalito's now. way, Shelly Vincent. I wouldn't, fight. No. I wouldn't no. fight Shelly Vincent for nothing. Man, she is a scary looking woman. She man. intimidated me mm-hmm. on the stare down, and I watched it on the replay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Heather Hardy, she, she'll deceive me yeah, to defeat. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably a man's problem. That's yeah. probably the reason why <laughs> they can't, as a whole, can't get into women's sports. You know who Shelly Vincent reminded me of when I was watching her fight? She Just her look with all the tattoos. She reminded me of Gab Rizzotto. Oh, so, so, look up, look up Shelly Vincent. Look, look up Shelly Vincent. And the show already tattoos, and then yeah, also Gabrielle Rosado. It's not identical, but I saw that and I was just like, "Hey, yo, I'm using that intuitive." I was like, "Yo, for tattoos, man, she gonna bring something to it." Now, going off of looks, I thought she had the fight. Of course, uh, Heather Hardy um, did take the belt, so is a uh, that was that was great. So I I really hope we see more, especially with PBC. I hope it, I hope we do see more women. I'm boxing pretty sure out the highlights there. are on YouTube. You know, yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about really what's relevant as far as. Uh, uh, mostly for current ones we see within the PBC and all the other American boxing that gets televised out here. We mm. do look up some of the UK fighters, Asian fighters, but only ones that are catching names that we know are going to come here because even they say it out there, you know you made it when you fight in Vegas, you know, and they hate oh. us because they hate us, baby. <laughs> 
That's how it is. <laughs> and and that's one of the benefits I had, you know, because this is shooting Sonny O bringing that combined experience of almost 20 years of just combat sports. Growing in Vegas, man, was that the, the mecca box guy. I was able to grow up watching Breed It. And, and and I loved it. I loved it as much. Really lucky now, for that, man. Eh, that's, a, that's a blessing, man. It's a gift and a curse. It's debatable. Mm-hmm. Now, now, where we got next? Right. Let's go ahead and do we got... Hey, you want to talk about talk sweet about hands? Sweet hands, baby. Hey, so I think I found another. I think I found another fighter that I really, really, really like, and that's a man called. A douchey. K- hey, real talk. I like him though. He's hey, hey, he's guy. yeah, he's definitely a douchebag, man. But he's not that good. Bit, kind, he's a good, good kind of dude. He's, he's, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like Ari from someone, Entourage. I liked it because even when he he likes to showboat and it just fits funny because I always laugh. But then, then even like when they get tied up and they both fell down. He helped the dude up. He helped the dude. Well, it's easy to help a guy up when you're beating his ass for, you know, yeah, eight rounds uh, at, at the end, right? But Caleb Sweet Hands Plant, 13 and 0, 10 knockouts, man. The first thing I noticed about this kid when he walked in, comfortable. I always look to see how comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't go at flinches, not even the feints, not even the feints to get Nothing. close. The flinches, he sit there, com- he was comfortable in the ring. And then his. You weren't lying when you told me about before we even watched the fight, though, because, you know, of course, we watched on DVR. Man, I got a job. I got stuff to do. Of course. But he really has quick, fast hands, too, man. And he's a pure box, pure boxer, quick, fast hands. And any time that uh, Juan Dan and Hell made any moves, he made him pay. And it was just, it, it was just, it was just really entertaining to watch. And it was then, good. For someone, I, I know you love them pure boxers. And that's I do. Why I like it. I like sweet hand plants, man. He looks real good. And I always say this all the time when it comes to boxing that you got to get that jab out there. Even if yeah. you just touch him, just, keep him where he's Keep him in his face. Keep it in his face. I love it. it. I face. love it with him. He always has it moving. He closes that distance mm-hmm. so well. And that's the best thing. That's why it's a science. Yeah. So it's um, watching that fight. He didn't, he didn't have the style like him. Um, but that reminded me of the Alexander Brand Andre Ward fight. Mm-hmm. Like he was never. Caleb Plant was never in any real danger, so he sat there and picked him apart, and that's why he pitched the shutout throughout the whole fight, man. So he knew he was in charge, and you felt it. He was comfortable, and there was no way that there was no way he was going to so, lose that fight. And he's now he's got thirteen wins, ten uh, knockouts, fourteen wins now, yeah. ten knockouts. Yeah, um, he, that was his probably first official step up in, in, in class against a guy who's got some good ring. Got some good uh, experience and, in there. 18 and 4, 17 knockouts. Good experience in there. It's what you need. You need those rounds. You got to get those rounds because yep. uh, another fight we're going to talk about here in a second. We saw one guy I thought kind of get a gift decision. But anyways, with Caleb, he looked really, really good. I love that. And he uses his feints well. I think feints are mm-hmm. really underrated in boxing because it's to me, it's just it's there with the jab. It's it, there with the jab because if you keep the jab out there, feints will work almost every yeah. time. Uh-huh. It's a. Uh, it's kind of like. Uh, it's kind of like the mid-range jump shot in basketball, man. Yeah. It's because nowadays you either have the you either, in boxing you either have in, if you're not in the paint. Look, look, or, yeah, or, or you're shooting three. three yeah. yeah. So, but in boxing terms, you either got those brawlers, the guys who come forward all the time, or you got those guys who sit back and they counter punch all the time. The faint, the feints are kind of like that in the middle, boxer like that punching, mid-range. Yeah. Those are boxer punches. You sit here, you throw it out there to keep them interested, keep them distracted, and then comes the power, and it's like you can go back on, you can go forth. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like you draw, you're drawing them out. Um, Another thing about uh you know kind of depressing you know his what a daughter passed last year yeah he's got he's got another yeah. he's got a good story behind him with his eighteen uh, month old daughter I guess born with a lot of complications and uh, mm. she survived eighteen months before passed away and that's that's his drive he vowed to her that he'd win a world championship 
and he's at 160 pounds. So now with 14 wins. Now that reminded me of uh, that 14 wins, but um, he kind of had that uh, Vasquez, that Sammy Vasquez vibe to it. Like you know, even though he just, even though he just lost, Sammy Vasquez is he's still gonna. Uh, where is he out he of Philly? Put, he got he put, put in the fight he wasn't he prepared for, yeah. didn't, and didn't prepare properly for, but. When you're given certain opportunities, you can't turn them down. I don't think mm-hmm. he hurt his. I don't yeah. think he hurt his chances nah, in boxing. Nah, he's still he's semi vested Still, he's he's got star. He's got power. a good he's, story he's behind him, cut, and, he's and sometimes that good story will keep you afloat. You know what I'm saying? Because it's quick. You know that, that might really be your man. It really but is. But with guys like that, now I'm fighting at 160 pounds. Now let's just talk and assume he can stay at this weight. Someone he's not ready for the elite. No. Not no. at all. No, nowhere. But near. how many fights? Where do we go from here with level opposition? You know what? To, to get him ready for the elite. I don't know if he's going to I don't know if he's ready for elite. Honestly, I think he probably needs about four or five more fights at least. The reason why, I was looking at this in a way that I mean, he's a pure boxer which can win you almost any fight, just like the same as power will. I need to see somebody who's going to be able to walk through those punches. So, so what's going to happen is you keep jabbing and you keep jabbing, and you're and using and your box, you use your head, your head is, and if speed the don't fade, and that power, and your power's not power enough, full enough It'll to phase him. It'll be a good him. fight for him, Alfred Angulo. Alfred Angulo? Yeah. That would be the dog, that'd be a good fight for him, someone who comes forward, yeah. you can't hurt this man, yeah. you have to make him quit. He's, well, the thing with uh, one day in hell that he'd, um, he Caleb Plant didn't. He didn't come forward at all. At all. But that's his whole style. Yeah, and then he's st- like, Caleb Plant didn't go backwards not once. So he's gonna do have a lot of side to side step. But he's gonna do have a lot of step to side because he, the dog- his back didn't even see the ropes. Didn't even come close uh, at all. So like, those time his back felt through, so he was walking out the ring as a winner. Yeah. That was it. Exactly. That was it, sir. <laughs> and he grazed his back you know on his way out, throwing up the W. Yeah, I. I He's really, he's really promising. I don't think he's up to that level of opposition. He needs at least. I need to see at least five more fights. All I know is that the elite right now better hope this guy doesn't follow them to any weights they move up to because a guy who's fighting for something more than a championship is a, is a man to be scared of. That's all I'm gonna say. Because uh, it's not about the money. It, it it is to a degree about the yeah. championship. Yeah. But it's about who he lets down to himself if he loses. Yeah. That's what I fear the most next to the guy who doesn't say, next to that Sergey Kovalev little smirk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That little smirk I, he I had. understand what you're saying. That, that's something to look out for because that's something you can't, you can't prepare or train for. It's a variable that's it's, it's, it's just part of the sweet science of boxing. You never know. One punch can change everything in any fight that we're talking about here. So now we have uh, Mason Menard was on the Showbox. Uh, was on the Showbox one. So before no, we get to that, let's finish the PBC here. We had the the Gongora versus Mixon. Mixon. That was two undefeated fighters, I believe, right? They were two undefeated fighters. Were go to. Now, so yeah, uh, Gongora was five and zero, four knockouts, and uh, Ronald Mixon was six knockouts. Now, hey, it's, if you want to watch this fight, dude, <laughs> if, you got, if you got a few minutes, if you yeah. literally, if you literally have a few minutes, it will take longer to look up this fight. <laughs> six punches total landed. I think I think it's I think it's twenty punches thrown between yeah. them maybe somewhere Six around landed. there. So it's Congora, Gongora. Gongora. The two time Olympian. He landed two punches, bro. And Ronald Nixon sounded like sloth bro. from the Goonies. <laughs> he sounded straight like sloth when he woke up. Look, first of all, you know what? I Nothing's know what Gong- good when you wake Nothing. up and you're like, what? What's going on? Let's go. Look, Gongora. I know exactly what went through his mind as soon as uh, Mixon walked into the ring. He's like, 
I'm not losing to nobody who looks like Tiger or Tigger, whatever, whatever, what, yeah. whatever his name is, man. <laughs> that, that's the first thing that had to be on his mind because as soon as I saw him, I was like, man, don't lose to Tigger, Tiger. Yeah. And he slept him, and then he was. Now you you've heard that old joke? It'd be two punches, me hitting you. you yeah, hitting you hit the ground. That's exactly. Right. It was three. It was three. Punches, it was three. three. But yeah, no. When he landed it, he went face first. <laughs> the ref should have stopped it right away. As soon as you go face first, I don't care if your hands catch you or not. Stop the fight, okay? Stop the fight because if your knees buckle, you go down then back, and you ain't getting up. Yeah. But when you fall face first, your lights is out. You're done. Your lights you know, is the out. The only thing you know is like, uh, did I fight yet? Did, did the bell ring? Did it start? Mm -hmm. And this guy was done, and he his second punch landed that left hand. Oh my goodness! And he even said before the fight, it's not going the full distance. They both, both of them, they, they both knew said, that. They both, they both they knew said that. that. So that's for any time you go in a fight like that, it's got to be rough for two undefeated fighters, especially when you're they have a combined record of what eleven between the two. Uh, twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Yeah, so that's got to be hurting, but these guys need to know, you, you, this ain't the UFC, you can't rack up 11, 12 losses to be relevant. You just can't. At all. Because the only reason why those guys get relevance is because there's no, there's not that many people out there as, as, as we're led to believe. That's why they keep fighting and keep getting these losses, because they, they know who puts on an exciting fight. That's why I love toe-to-toe -to -toe Tuesdays, because it's always exciting fights. They, they, the matchups are genius. Al Heyman, I'm not going to... I'm not going to, you know, praise him before my family or God. <laughs> I, I haven't got one of those checks yet, but so we, that's negotiable and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what else I love? I love, like, every couple minutes how we just take a shot at UFC. I think that's going to be my mantra right, from now on. Just every, every 60, 75 seconds. Just, I'm not going to give anybody free publicity. That's not fight-related, of course. But uh, right now where my checks are written from... They're affiliated with them in some way or another by sponsorship. <laughs> so I can't really say too much about it or negativity. I'll take my shots as they come. Man, we ain't even made it yet and you're already selling out. God, I can't stand you, you people. Made you ain't made it. <laughs> hey, when you see me promote gay porn, we'll talk. Oh, okay. we'll talk. Nah, man, you're I ain't on your that own broke. broke. You're on, you're on your I own. I ain't that one. broke. We also had uh, Errol Spence we'll get to. Then we had, uh, ooh. The Kareem Martin. Kareem Martin and, and Drayton. Da and David Drayton. 20 year old versus 29 year old. Originally okay. both from the Head Bangers. Jim and DC. Head Bangers. I yeah. love that name. So, Just because you hear Head Bangers, what is this? Some punk rock? Yeah. Uh, it's like talking smack 101 at twitter.com or talking squared circle at gmail. Give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. It's a great I, fight, man. I loved it. It was a great fight, man. First of all, one, it's a great fight just because of what PBC always does. Was that PBC? No, that was Showtime. Was that Showtime no, or PBC? That was PBC. That was PBC. One, just like we always said, we said in multiple... Heyman, yeah. but Premier Boxing was the lead. We on always go over what PBC does. They always get somebody... They always get people with comparable records. You were right. Records. That is Showbox. Yeah, that was, right. okay. So, Showbox. <laughs> Tally. So, David Drayton, 14-1, 10 knockouts. Kareem Martin, 8-0, 3 knockouts. So, watching this fight... These guys wasted no time. These are people. These are guys who are friends, and they, they sparred, sparred to about three years multiple, ago. Multiple, multiple, multiple rounds with each other. So these are guys who know each other. Now, Drayton's last loss was against my man, the best dressed man in boxing. To Goodfellow Perella. The best dressed man in boxing, yep. right there. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. that was his last loss. And they asked him, "What are you gonna do? What? What, what did you learn from?" Him? He said, "To get off first. Yeah. And at the beginning of the fight, he started to get off. He did what he could to get off first, but the mm. speed and the youth of Martin was just 
It too was, quick. and you saw, and you saw it too, because Martin was—he's very patient. He had really good movement. He fought a lot off his uh, back foot, though, and that's—I think—that's the reason why he inevitably lost, just for the simple fact that he—he he relied you know, too much he on he his run, angles and, and youth then, and, and quickness, his, power, his and then, counter, his counter punches, and then didn't use his head and assume. David Brayton. You, I, I reward the aggressor. You know, if somebody's not showing enough, it is 50-50. I'm rewarding the aggressor. You know, and with that one, I believe that in their in their past that. Martin always probably bested him in sparring matches because he didn't seem worried about or didn't maybe he maybe didn't show enough respect to the power of Drayton. I can see that. I can and, really and, see and that. Will sheer will won that fight. It was because even then, even with uh, Kareem Martin is uh, is much as aggressive as uh, Drayton was. Martin didn't even start slowing down or the punch started really catching him until probably right around eight or nine. Yeah. He started fading. And that's what yeah. was that was was weird to me too. I was like, so you know, if it wasn't for the fact that, like, honestly, I believe if Kareem Martin fought anybody else in this fight, he would have won that fight. But it's for the simple fact that they knew each other. He sparred with him, and he stayed on top yeah. of him for all the rounds. And it's the reason why they won. Mm -hmm. That's the reason why he won. So yeah, no, Kareem Martin started to fade a little bit, and it, it's. I can't be discouraged. You got to keep mm -hmm. going because there's many fighters who got losses early in their career. Yeah. Sergio Martinez, Maravella, that guy had one of his first two losses in first five fights, I believe, it was mm -hmm. to Antonio Margarito. Got knocked out, and he turned on to be a great world champion. Yeah. Had a good little run before he before he retired. Took him a minute, but hey, he did it. So you can't get down on it. Drayton Shorts, nobody's safe. I love hey, it. Hey. I love it. I love it. I love it. Nobody's safe. I like that mantra. It's a good model to have in the sport. And you got to have that confidence. Even though uh, boxing is one of those sports like losses could kill you, it, it won't kill you if you know what to do after those losses, man. You as long if you can take the loss, as long as you're learning from that, and that's a stepping stone, and that's a building block uh, to make you a better fighter. And it's just like, hey, you see why you lost? Now you got to correct that mistake. You got to correct those mistakes. That's why you got tape, and that's why they review. So, man, I look forward to hearing from both of those guys in the future. So, Before we go more on here, did, did you saw that Shakur Stevenson commercial? Man, you talking? Uh, man, that was up there with that uh that Skrillex uh football commercial. Man, uh, that made me want to put on some bro, gloves and go in the backyard bro. and start brawling, hey, man. If you haven't seen it, it was the one of the the best timing for a commercial, one hundred percent. Because right after he lost, right after he lost, and they had his mama in it. <laughs> they had his mama in it, and, and man, it was great, bro. It reminded me of a of a, a, a great moment in parenting that I got to experience with my dad that I love. Um, and uh, she, she she said, boy, don't you bleed on my floor. <laughs> One time, well, I, we, used to, uh, we used to go to Gary, Indiana and catch a train to Chicago. My dad used to take a walk around Chicago and we went to the Chicago Cubs store. He bought me a, a, a Chicago Cubs shirt. Now, this is in the 80s and it was cold, man. And as a kid, you're, the excitement can overpower the cold. I hit in yeah. corners, the wind slap in your face. And we got this nice short shirt we had probably overpriced at like 40, 50 bucks, right? Yeah. I'm assuming because this is off of today's prices. And we go out there. We had a baseball and a bat. First pitch my dad throws me. It pops off the bat, catches me in the nose. He says, don't bleed on a shirt. <laughs> they don't make them, they don't make them right? like they used to, man. Right? Best advice ever because I got to wear that shirt later the same day. You ain't getting that you know blood stain. You ain't getting no blood stains out there. I, I, don't even, I couldn't tell you where the shirt at now. It's somewhere, probably somewhere in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Hanging out in the listen. car wash or something. Yeah, hopefully. Sorry, sorry, Pops. Hope you ain't listening to this, man. Hey. It's, probably, it's probably under the car or whatever to stop here from oil from leaking. You know what? He tells the story better than I do. So just be careful with that. <laughs> you know, all right. Let's get back to the PBC here. We got a couple more. Let's talk about Supernova. Now, this is a good sign. The only time we see somebody 
get a televised fight on TV, usually as if they're a multi-champion Olympian like uh, my man Lomachenko. Yeah. His first fight was televised on a pay-per-view bout. So was, uh, I think it's Zhao Shining, if I'm saying correctly. And that's the Chinese multi-Olympian. These Both those guys were two-time Olympians with top ranks. So top rank, he put them both on pay-per-view. Uh, the Chinese dude headlined on HBO, and then Lomachenko headlined in pay-per-view. Now, no, Supernova... Abraham Supernova fought a guy, Frederito. Wilfredo Gariga. And it was a great, great six-round matchup. Man. Right. Talk well, about I mean, your debut. I don't, think you got in, I don't think you got into it. The reason why he brought that up is because Abraham Nova has one win and one knockout. And Gariga has three wins and two losses with two knockouts. He fight basically how, on the same you know, card as Errol Spence. Look, he, he fought. So, like, how do you get a publicized fight this early? Is some is you know high people in low places. That's right. That's or something right. like that, man. <laughs> That's me right there. But yeah. it's low people in high places, my man. Basically. Al Heyman, basically. Al Heyman. Now I love the PBC and I love what Al Heyman is actually doing, just mm. because I, he shows no discrimination to me. Well, and if it's his, even if it's I his, I mean, fighters, not his right, fighter, maybe, but like fighter, as far but... as for this is a guy you can't slap him with anything about racism. Gender nah, discrimination. Give, he, he give everybody he's a like, chance. Oh, he's like, hey, money's you do a that thing. to him, he's like, you want, you want to fight? Yeah, I, 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 I get you a fight right now. For you real. Know, if, if, you, if you think you're entertaining. And then I feel like if he doesn't like you, you're going to be in more exciting fights. You're going to end up in a bigger fight for more yeah. money. Like, to me, what I thought should have been a better fight was John John Molina and Adrian Broder. Mm -hmm. Because the John John Molina that showed up against Provodnikov should have been the same one that showed up against Broner. Because I, th I thought that uh, he, he set that up for a Broner loss or a possible exciting fight. Now, with him with Abraham Nova, man, this kid looked good, bro. He f it was a great matchup. For a second professional fight. It was a great, great matchup. And that's why he looked so good. Because he fought another guy. There was a lot of things wrong mechanically with these two guys that could probably be adjusted and fixed. But, with time. I, mean, they have, I mean, but they, they have seven fights between them. They got seven fights between them. But... I have more you know what I, than Yeah, but you know what I did? Like, so even though I'm <laughs> probably owing 67 too. Look, so the one the one thing I like the one thing I like about it is when somebody's in the beginning of their career, there's a little bit more angst to them. Yeah. They're gonna have they know to get their career started in a good path, they have to win. So it's kinda like how we talked about the women and how like they're they want that win. When you're starting out in your career and you don't have that much padding where it's just like, okay, I'm known or whatever, so a loss here won't hurt as bad. These guys know these losses mean a lot. Because if you start off in boxing and you're losing, you're not getting very you're not getting very far. So you can see you can see these two going at war. And that's the reason why they're not as polished as you are like them. Be like this like hey shoot it, guess what? You know we don't have no money. You're going to be on the All-American High School team. This is your one shot on TV. How are you going to perform? I'm going to drop 50 on these kids. Man. I'm just, I promise, I promise you I'm going to drop 50 on these kids. Just give me a chance. I'm going to make hey, a shot, baby. Shakur Stevens is, I'm not Shakur, but uh, Supernova, I bet he said that till he got rocked. Mm. He got rocked. Beautiful counter left hook. Beautiful counter left hook you got rocked with, got dropped. He responded right. Yep. He moved around. One thing I love that he did not stand there. That was mm -hmm. a veteran move. He didn't stand in and try to yeah. cover up. His, he still had his legs because he's young. 
So he still had his legs, tried to move around. Should have tied him up a little bit, tried to tie him up a little more, but he stayed on his feet, moved around, ran a little bit, you know, yeah. but but he he survived. He got the W. He got saved by the bell. Yeah. He he, he, sur- he literally survived. He got saved by that bell. Always exciting when you see fighters exchange mm-hmm. knockdowns. He came back came back the next round and uh knocked down uh Mariga yep. though. So they ended up uh he ended up winning that that fight. But uh one of he the knocked things- him down twice, right? Just once. No, nah, just once. Just once, but then then what's the name got hurt in the last round. Yeah, he got yeah. he got hurt. But um one of the things we discussed uh before we even started recording was uh you said you had a problem with uh oh. you said you had a problem with when somebody gets knocked down it's automatically a ten eight round because the round three because of that when, round when exactly. Supernova knocked down Gariga, I, I, he was uh Gariga was Wilfredo well, was winning that round. Hands down he was winning that round. Why do you have a problem with it? Well, because Automatic 10 eight rounds. If he dominated two minutes and mm-hmm. fifty seconds of the three minutes in that round specifically, yeah. but because he got caught by one punch, yeah. he worked that boy. Got caught by one punch, survived. Yeah, it should not still be a 10 eight. They should now, at least now the ju- uh, I'm gonna say this: the judge should have the option to go nine nine. I'm not saying that it shouldn't be 10 eight or or make it. N- I think it should not be an automatic, but that judge should be able to make it within his best judgment and say, I'm going to make it 9-9 because he's losing that round. And he landed one clean punch. Everything else, it was trash. So, granted, even though he wasn't knocked out on this, soon as we started talking about it, I went back to Manuel Marquez and uh, Manny Pacquiao. Pacquiao was winning that whole round. Maybe, what was that, the fourth, sixth round, whenever he got knocked out? One clean punch can end the night, man. I don't give it, I don't care what it is, he man. He went face if first. You go to, hey, if you go down, you go down, man. Look, what, their elbow touch, their, look. I get it, but there was no judges scoring that round. That round was over. Yeah, I know the round was over. That's what I There's said. There's never it's like, been even more memes knockout, made internationally. <laughs> except for that knockout alone. A lot of Filipinos cried that is day. Is it memes or memes? I don't know. Me- I don't care. Yeah. It's for these millennials. I feel like Mike Wilbon talking about that. Yeah. But um, but oh, like no, it, it, you know, I don't have. A, I didn't have a problem with it. The reason why is you got knocked down. The whole thing is to hit, not get hit. So you just happen to get hit hard enough. It's just like it's just like um. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll we'll put it this way. We'll put it this way. And we go back. You know, we do a lot of recent fights, and just because you know that way you you guys remember it better. But. I thought it was from the eye test. I thought Sean Porter hit uh, Keith Thurman way more times than Keith Thurman hit him, and I was more precise. Ooh. Just because Keith Thurman hit more precisely, does that really give him the round? Uh, Sean Porter, I- I'm gonna give you that one because Sean Porter, I think he he did, he was overwhelming Keith Thurman a lot of times, yeah. mm-hmm. but every time that power landed, you you saw it and felt it in Porter. And he knew right away he was in a dogfight. But he still kept coming forward. But he still kept coming forward. Which was a bad decision. That's any time you get popped that hard for someone like myself anyway. Sean Porter, man, looks <laughs> great. Keith Thurman, I thought that body language, though, every time he pops Sean Porter, man. But, but even then, I, it's okay if they don't have to score a 10-8. I'm going to say they, they should not make it a blanket rule. They should have an option to let the judge judge the fight. Let them judge the fight. Let the Look. judges decide. These are the men that have to... Go through the steps 
Oh, I wish we should. We should ask your boy on this one. Hey, hey, hey. you know what? Hey, we'll, my man, my man. Hey, Sam, man Sam, Sam we'll, we'll, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get in touch. I'm gonna get in touch with you and see how, how you feel. How does he, what did he hit us up at, real quick? Talking smack one on one. So it um we can definitely go over we can definitely go over that later because I, I we might, is, hey. we're gonna return to this conversation after we get somebody from the respected community that works in that field to get their opinion on it and then we might go you know, at like, this. I mean look I know you're an anarchist man but uh but rules are made you can't so, say that when we're recording okay <laughs> <laughs> rules are made so the inmates don't run the prison facility man right. it's the imperfect it's the imperfect it's the imperfections that make it perfect I man like so it. I like, like it man it's uh it's a beautiful thing now you want to get to your man the truth oh Errol Spence Errol Spence Errol Spence man what did we what did we say last week we we literally said we're just going to touch on this fight because we know what's going to happen and it's not if it's going to happen it's how, when it, it's when, when it's going to happen how. and so, man he didn't disappoint for anybody who's a first time watcher i don't understand how you're not did you they say been listening even, to bundu it. has never been knocked down even no i don't think i don't know if i know never been stopped we might have to double check that one but he's never been knocked out or stopped i'm 100% on that one and this is the second time that, that this man has done this to someone else. Yeah. Now it, you earn a reputation of that. Yeah. It's not. It's not an urban legend. Yeah. It's not a. Eh, well, maybe I don't know. But this, when people say he's never been stopped, you earn that reputation. Hey, this young lad going right now. through and fighting. Hey, this tough young lad. Man. This young lad is twenty-one with eighteen knockouts right now. Twenty-one no with eighteen knockouts right now. Now his last two fights. I mean, well, he beautiful he, he beautiful. Oh he goodness. so he knocks out Algeri, which we we talked we talked we talked about how Never we ugly, we talked about how we he knocked out Algeri. Now, Leonard Bundu, this is a guy who went twelve rounds with Keith Thurman, and that went to a decision. He gave, he gave Thurman a tough time, man. Gave Thurman a tough look, time. Look, I'll tell you that right now. I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where it's, to it's start. It's kind of hard because we don't know what a fighter like Bundu loses after the loss of Keith Thurman. 41 years old. Now, there's a certain you age got- for every man where things take a toll on you. When you're a young man, I'm ready to fight anybody. Yeah. If I fight now, I got to call out of work for like so, two weeks. So look, No, but at the same time, though, it's, you've got you to be, be a little bit more rejuvenate, rejuven, rejuvenated. I'm sorry. I'm still learning these big words sometimes. You gotta be rejuvenated because, like, you went twelve. You went twelve rounds. You went twelve rounds with Keith Thurman, who just went twelve rounds with Sean Porter in a championship fight. You gotta feel a little bit good about yourself. You gotta look at. Hey, it's just like it, the way the reason why Tyson lost to Buster Douglas because Tyson just knocked out two cats Everybody. who just. No, but he just knocked out two cats who just fought I heard Buster fought Douglas. Five ninjas in Japan. They, they, <laughs> Who beat Buster Douglas already? So you look at them. It's just like you compare yourself. You're just like, well, if I knock these dudes out, and they're beating, they beat him, or they they beat him, or they got close to beating him. That's got to make you stand up a little bit more and be more proud. You're like, look, okay, I can do this. Yep. So you maybe walk. Now, granted, he did walk in to Earl Spence, and you're just like, all right, man, now this kid's a problem because he's seen what he did down. And I think so, that's that's one of the things that kind of lost Algeria the fight and Bundu is that. It's like when you walk in the ring with Tyson, half them guys were so they, they, intimidated. They, were, they, they lost, lost before the, minute the bell even rang. They got in there on the stare down and everything because mm-hmm. that's just what it was. That's the damage he brings. And the best thing about that I like is that Mayweather, I hate bringing this guy up because I'm not the biggest fan, but he's been saying for Spence to fight Thurman 
for the last two years now, right? Mm-hmm. And Earl Sp- Thurman said, you know, he ain't there yet. He hasn't. Now he didn't say exactly what what Danny Garcia directly said, which was the best when yeah. Earl Spence went to call him out for the title shot. He said, hey. He's like, I ended careers. No, he told him, pay your dues first. Yeah. Pay your dues first, and which is, I understand Which I agree. Which I agree. With Danny Green, with Danny Garcia, and Keith Thurman especially, they paid their dues. Mm-hmm. They knocked out, they stopped some good fighters, they got some good, good wins for Earl, Sp- for Earl Spence to, to start calling them out. I, I get it. Now, the best thing about this is we're going to find out whether or not we really do like Al Heyman. And like with someone like Errol Spence, the truth, on matchup-wise, with just him alone, who's all the current champs? You've got Jesse Vargas, Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman, and Kell Brook. Now, Kell Brook has got a, a fight lined up. We're going to touch a little bit more on this one. But him versus Danny Garcia in a fight, who do you got to win it? Not to spend too much time on this because they, they yeah. might do it soon, but... D- Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia. I like that. I like that. The only reason why is because he's, just like I said, I, I said I don't like him, but he's a smart fighter. I don't think Errol Spence has enough to get through You better not mush Garcia. Fight. Huh? Don't you, don't you mush Garcia. I don't, I look, 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 man. I, look, I can hate you and not be a hater. Yeah. I can literally hate you and not be a hater. I will always respect your craft. And as it, I've said it multiple times. You heard me in here. I will if I ever met Danny Garcia, I will shake his hand. I'll say, "How you doing, champ?" You still suck. And you still <laughs> suck, man. I'm like, <laughs> you're not my favorite. Yeah. And I will be. I will be that guy to the end. But he doesn't have enough, man. That when I when I was growing up, anything competitive sports wise, I've always had a problem with. I've always had a problem with people who were older than me. The reason why is they, they knew it. Ass, they knew it. No, they because they because they knew more stuff. It was just like they've seen everything. The more rounds, the more fights that you've had. It's just like there's nothing. That's why more people who have that extensive amateur background, they got 150, 200, 300 fights. Mm-hmm. By the time they turn pro, they fought in every kind of fighter under the planet. And this, this is just like this kind of like one of those things when uh, this is like a teenager or someone around 18, 19, yeah. and, the, and the older guy is like, hey. Hey. You should sleep with all the women. Hey. You know what, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You don't know what you're talking about. Hey, but then you see that, the experience, that experience is there. That experience is so vital to anybody who knows anything about any sport events, man. Mm-hmm. Is I was um I was talking to um I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and then um I'm gonna I'm gonna go a couple I'm gonna go a couple different ways. I just want you to stay with me, man. So I'm I'm long winded, but I'm gonna get there. I promise you. So we, I was telling him how I enjoyed the Nas It Was Written album more than that Illmatic album. So that's a different argument. Oh, no, that's, that's not an argument look, at all, bro, look, because listen, right listen. now, me and you are actually right here look, with look, this one. Look, the We are right why, there with that one. I, I thought I could never why, bring that up in public. Look, no, no, it's okay. Oh, no, no, it's okay. The reason why I loved It Was Written better than Illmatic, It Was Written was was more polished. It was him coming into himself. He was more comfortable. I know where I'm at. Ilmat- I'm I know where I know where I'm at. I know Ill- Ilmatic was grimy. Now another analogy. Jordan, his first eight years of the league, when he was jumping out the gym and dunking on people, he was the man. He was beautiful to watch. He was gorgeous to watch. It was poetry crazy. Emotion, he was baby. poetry motion. But the best Jordan was when he was in the second half of his career and he was he was like, look, Locking I ain't got to do all that. Down. I ain't got to do all that. He's like, look, I'm going to give it to this block. I'm going to give you these one or two moves, and I'm going to score these 30 points, and I'm going to get you. So that's what happens when you get that experience. Yeah. You, learn, you realize that you don't have to do as much 
to get mm-hmm. the win. And that's the reason why I'm going to take Danny Garcia over that. Okay. So if you follow that, any hip-hop heads or anything, you can debate me. Find me at Talking Smack 101. I'll debate you on almost anything, and you're wrong. I guarantee you. But at the same time, that that's how I feel about Danny Garcia and then with Earl Spence. So that, we're going to move you know, on to uh, the next one. We got Jesse Vargas. How are, you, are you familiar with Jesse Vargas at all? Yes, I'm familiar with okay. him. Okay. Now, I don't think he has a chance against someone like Earl Spence. Uh, no. He kind of got lucky with the title because he already lost to Timothy Bradley for his first shot at it. But I give him a lot of credit with the new trainer he had, Mr. John Jackson from Tacoma, training Sergey to- Kovalev. Chee, chee. You know, training Sergey mm-hmm. Kovalev now because his style changed up and he got a knockout win on Saddam Ali, who's no slouch. Yeah. No slouch at all. Because they're talking about putting Saddam Ali against Timothy Bradley, but Bradley's the type that. And he's earned the spot to deny rematches. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He has yeah. earned the spot to deny someone a rematch. You, may, you had your chance. You may Almost not like all fighters should be able to, if you're a good, great fighter, you should always be able to get the win in the rematch because you know what you did wrong the first time if they got a simple stop. There's a couple There's a couple of fighters that's out that I actually will give passes to on their losses. Mm-hmm. Timothy Bradley has two only two losses, and they're, and they're both to Manny Pacquiao. I don't really consider those losses. The same as Canelo's one loss to Floyd Mayweather. I don't really consider that a nope, loss. Like it, it happened. That it, was it, the it happened. Best thing to happen for Canelo. Best, best thing to happen for him. So you know, I don't. I don't knock anybody for losing that. But Timothy Bradley, yes, he does. You may not like him as the champion or when he was a champion, but he does deserve that. And he's, he's earned that. He's, he's earned that title. Yeah. If only he knew how to box, man. That boy only knows how to fight. He got one gear. What is, what is it? No, what is Win. it? Win. That's his one hey, gear. What is it? South Paul, he said, he said, look, you got two weapons. You got a <laughs> shotgun. You got a hand grenade. Like, you, you ain't got no precision, man. He just, he just goes out there and he's, hey, Listen, this is a fight. fight. That's all I know. This is a fight. So. That's why, That's why, man, that's why I think Larry, Errol Spence needs that kind of a challenge. So I think he, he would handle Jesse Vargas easily um, with, the, just, with the trainer. And then we got... Next after that, we have also, who's the other champion? Not Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman. Mm-hmm. Keith Thurman, Errol Spence. That is a fight I want to watch badly because of this bandu, yeah. how this fight ended. And Steve USS Cunningham has I got gave the best analogy on this one. He said, with Keith Thurman, you got the broadsword. The guy who has, has been in some stuff, ticky, sticky situations. Yeah. And still came out the winner. He's been hurt early in fights, still won. And he's got power. You earn a name one time. You you don't choose your name in boxing, and I love it. And now Errol Spence, that's the ninja. That's the katana. Precise, slicing. Paper-thin slices with precision and accuracy. That is something that can't be taught at all. There is no amount of training that that can teach somebody the accuracy and precision he has. If they didn't found boxing with this boy, he should have been a pitcher or quarterback <laughs> because that is something that you that you have naturally. Now, for those two to fight, I think they should pursue that before they pursue a Kell Brook fight. Yeah, you're the number one, but when you got two of the four world champions in your stable, don't worry about no Kell Brook. Yeah, and um, now are you are you asking me or who who I got in that fight or? or yeah, uh, I we could ask you. I guess. Uh, yeah. I think I just since, explained since, it. since I'm here since I'm here. I'll take Spence over over Keith Thurman on that. I'll take you know why you know the reason why you know what you know why I'm gonna take Spence over uh, Keith Thurman because Keith Thurman's last three fights they weren't impressive to me. He he wasn't convinced. Not I'm not saying who he fought wasn't impressive. 
the way he won wasn't impressive to me. WCW. You know, it, hey, w, w, a win is a win. I would okay. never take anything around. I just said I wasn't impressed. I didn't say he didn't win those fights. I'm just saying I wasn't impressed okay, with okay. it. So, Sean Porter, you say he won. He did. He, hey, you said, you know, you got Keith Thurman on there. Between that, yeah. And he also, you talk about Leonard Bundu. Yeah, he's, Earl Spence finished what Keith Thurman couldn't do. Now, Grant, I'll give you that one right there. But one thing is right now, the only person on Earl Spence's resume that has anything close to Keith Thurman is Algeria. Yeah. Because his last fight was Robert Guerrero, who yeah. fought Mayweather, former yeah. world champion, and Sean Porter. Yeah. Algeria's the only one in that conversation. Now, before that, he fought Jose Sito Carras. He fought uh, uh, the dude from Argentina. Can't think of his mm. name. He had a draw with Timothy Bradley. But his resume is stacked, and he has been proven. And he's mm -hmm. a smart boxer. Yeah. And he's got power. I don't know who hits harder. But you earn a name one time. You yeah. earn it. You earn it. Now, we won't go to... We're, we're going to have a different opinion on this. We're going to talk more about that when that fight is made because I think we'll have different sides on this one. And that might be a whole 60 minutes because we're trying to become your power hour at Talking Smack 101 at Twitter.com. You can find us on the Squared Circle app or hit us up at Talking Squared Circle at Gmail. One last thing I want to touch on, man, before we go on any longer, uh, this Kelbrook versus Triple G because just because Errol Spence is the mandatory IBF. Now, in a world, we're going to say that Kelbrook loses to Triple G. <laughs> right? Oh, you think? This is boxing, bro. We we had one fight last. the the intro, The walk into the ring was longer. The walk into the ring was longer than the fight, right? With the Gongora. That's yeah. look up that punch. Just the punch. It's it's. Oh my God. It's it's. A, he killed his murder. But with Kilbrock versus Triple G, if he takes on Errol Spence, which I don't think he will because maybe the weight issues. Mm -hmm. But after a loss of Triple G. Assuming Errol Spence win, will it taint his accomplishment, you think? Because you're not fighting 100% Kilbrook. So, I, I understand what you're getting at. And then like when it comes to questions like this, I'm kind of like on the fence. The reason, the, the reason why I'm on the fence is because he didn't lose in, he didn't lose in the welterweight division. Okay. So, he went up. And he fought Triple G at middleweight, uh, the middle as a middleweight uh, championship bout. When it comes down, no, it's not tainted because at the same time, is you can't really fault anybody. All right, let me get this out there. You can't fault anybody for wins and losses. The simple fact is they both signed a contract. They knew what they were doing. They both walked into the ring. They both knew whether they were unprepared or whether they were prepared if they weren't conditioned. I don't care if you were sleepy, were you tired, it, the stars weren't aligned. You got in that ring and you go. You walked out with a W or you walked out with an L. So there's only this isn't a baseball game. This isn't a basketball game. It's not a football game where everybody is complete parts and some, some people did, Yeah, this is one-on-one -on -one, hand hand-to-hand combat. So if you get in... You got in on your own terms. Mm -hmm. If you took you, hey, because you look, you take those L's. I mean, you take those wins, right? Whether they right. look ugly or whether they're pretty, right. you even take when them you get L's a gift the same decision way. like Kareem Mayfield. I think we even missed this one. Kareem Mayfield and the 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 Bob Bakhtiyor. He got robbed on that man. Now it's never a good sign when you see a thirty-six-year-old walking on Showbox Next Generation. So. I was gonna. I, I didn't want to say he was gonna get robbed because I didn't want you to pull the black card on me. Cause I, I, I was. I didn't want to say that he got robbed. I don't think I would have went that. Yeah, he went with that. I don't consider that guy really white because he's not American. <laughs> you know I mean? Nah, but um. Is he fighting out American now? Who he is, Kareem or Yurbov? Yeah, Um, I don't know where he's fighting out of, man. It was a. It was a really, really. He's not white. He'll still get a speedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll get a. 
It was, a, it was a gross fight. It was a it gross was, fight. It was an ugly fight. It was, it was a, a dog fight. fight. Kareem Mayfield came out close. swinging mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I loved it. He looked really good, and I feel bad for the brother to get robbed like that because well, he became it a was, it was funny It's because at Yerubov, he was 10-0 with 10 knockouts. At the, so this is the first time he ever went to a uh, decision. So that, that was really interesting. Never so been past the fourth go. round Never ever. Never been past the fourth ten round wins, ever. 10 knockouts. So. so he got his first 10-round fight in with his first 10-round decision win. Um, he so, was like the Ginobili of boxing. It was just awkward watching him too. It was like uh, you're weird the way he, his 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 footwork mm-hmm. was really weird. He did. Uh, I haven't seen anybody block. He, he kind of put his head down and put his hands forward. I yeah, it was name. it was gross. So that's an old block a blocking style you would see. It's old defensive style you haven't seen since like the, it's the not late seventies. That's not a defensive style. That's the way you hit the hole when you're a running back and you're playing football. Uh, that's the kind of style that he was using, man. If you ever sit okay. there and watch that fight, that, he he played. He was. If you guys want to watch another boxing movie, watch Cinderella, man, because people from that era and time before the science was perfected. I think Dallas Cowboys. I think they still got it from Dallas Cowboys on that too. The way the way I don't he was think Dallas Cowboys were around during the Great Depression, but uh, we'll, we'll we can work on the that. Cowboys are depressing. Ah, right. Hell but to this the isn't about football at all. But that's an old school style that you would see from brawlers back in the day when they tried to get inside. Uh, but going back, Earl Spence, if you're Al Heyman, do you wait for the Kelbrook outcome to decide what's next with Earl Spence? Or do you say F the IBF, F the IBF, you can't, you can't because the, Earl Spence said it himself. He says he wants Kelbrook. He said he wants that belt. So Kelbrook, if he wants to stay, if he wants to stay at a higher class, he's going to have to vacate it. Kelbrook, now if now let's say Kelbrook shocks the world, he's going to vacate that belt. You say I, I don't think he's coming back down to 147 because his frame is too big. And I just, I, there's hey. something about it. Like, I don't recommend any man. You can't go up and go back down that hard. Um, Roy Jones. Look what Andy did. Look how it yeah, ended, exactly. bro. Question, though. And, and this is... Last this question. Is, just, no, is, it, is it the last question? Never. So, it, what if Kelbrook does shock the world? Now, we might have a, we would might you... Have a no, 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 no. Would, if he shocks the world, how would you feel... If Canelo was the first person to step up and take the fight against Kell Brook. Oh my goodness, that is a great question. We should end on that right now. Oh my goodness. You know what? I think we're going to end on that. We're going to tease everybody with that. We're going to tease everybody with that. And let's just say, everybody, thank you for listening. Talking Smack 101 at Twitter.com is where you can reach us. You can go ahead anytime. Hit us up. Give us some feedback. Let me hear the bell, man. We got to get that. We got the outro ready. Talk about the week. Yo, my man. Yo, Kell Brook. Fight coming up. We got Canelo versus Liam Smith coming up. Talking Smack 101 at Twitter.com is where you can reach us. Talking Squared Circle at Gmail. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Hey, friends, tell everybody about that Squared Circle app. You can get it on the Play Store and Android or in the App Store on iPhone. Yeah, the champ is here. Man, nah, we ain't. We leave it right now, man. It's a pleasure doing business with you, sir. It was always a great day above ground. Hey man, talk Black about what Dynamite. we love oh. best, man. My man Black All Dynamite. Right. I don't know if you fly playing anymore now. Y'all be out. Six niggas walked in, flashing they just pace. I ate one dark skin nigga, 56 inch foot, wrapped around twice. Smash the Gilligan boat with ice. They threw sign like ordered hot coffee with a Danish. Relax, whisper they rap entertainers. Had Lizzie on, two Japanese birds with first look. Good kid, laid back, handling the dirt. It's like round three. We too black for BT. You memorized the one to 40. I'm at the 19th degree. If a civilized person doesn't perform, his duty was shall be done. Pardon me, God. That nigga got a gun, folks, not a sweatpants. Check out his stance. See the side of his grill? Look like my
cousin Lance, left hand, Rocky, yes, watch. Yo, I think I did his cloth. He wanted crushed bone leather with the string star. Now I remember. He from Bear Mountain. Him and Mitch Green shot the fair one near the water fountain. Seven pounds, seven three from his right ear. Yo, keep your eye on that same nigga from right here. Popcorn spilling all on Liz Claiborne Ghost. Had the fly Gucci mocks with no socks on. Seen Deion Sanders in the back with the fat fur on. Working them hoes with the fly wool shirts on. Next drink session's done. Pour me some more. Chef Levin down, blinking at Sean T. Moore. Ten pounds, seven, ten, I'm down. Sweepy, get your shit off. It's like blacks against the Germans. Getting hit off. Smoothing them, walked in. Brownsville representing. They sent the bottle over, autograph lessons. Chef, pull out the doodle, twist the jack, cake noodles. Yo, what about the road one? Matter of fact, twist two of those. Yo, they wanna stop in the fight. Still took a point away from Chef, man. We match schedule on October 9th. We match schedule on October 9th.